0: Okey-dokey, I think we are live. Let me just double-check. Um, I think we're live. No, that's from March. Seems we're live everywhere else. Ah, it seems we're ro- absolutely... Soaking diesel. We're going to turn the volume all the way down on this. I'll just leave that there, like that, so I can keep an eye on proceedings. Okay. So, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the uh, April uh, Music Career Mastermind. To, oh yeah. Uh, welcome to the April uh, Music Career Mastermind session. Today, I'm going to speak about how to add tutoring as a, a viable option for a, an extra revenue stream to your already existing um music business, career, whatever, whatever it is. Uh they, however you want to look at this. So I've got a bit of a slideshow to share share with you today. Um if you're new here, this is the first time you come across us and we haven't been formally introduced, uh my name is Barry. Uh I run One Lab Music here in Aberdeen. I host the Music Career Show podcast on Spotify and Apple Music and Google Podcasts and all that other good stuff. Um and I am also a music career coach helping you actually teaching you how to teach basically and how to uh, make music work so i'll get into all that um if anybody wants to to get involved um i can see comments on facebook right in front of me i can see comments on youtube um, i don't think i can see comments on linkedin but hey ho um if you're on linkedin head on over to youtube and uh make a comment there and i'll be more than happy to address it um during the course of the training so Let's have a look-see here. I was playing around with this. I'd be really impressed that this works. I'm just going to check to see that that has actually, in fact, worked. I think it has. Hey, there we go. Oh. There we go, yeah. So, adding tutoring as a revenue stream and how you can supplement your income as a musician by insp- inspiring, inspiring, inspiring others to do the same. So, this is exactly how I did it. So tutoring is, a we- blah, 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 blah. tutoring is a really good way to supplement your income as a musician and further solidify your career as a musician. So teaching and tutoring is a really simple and straightforward sector to get into. And with the strategies that I'm going to show you today, this evening, whatever time of the day it is that you are tuning into this or watching this back, um, I'll be able to show you just how accessible and profitable uh, it can be. So these are the exact steps that I took to build my own shooting business, up from 14 students initially to nearly 100 weekly students in less than one year. Um, and I am, as it says, I am uh, Barry Carroll, who, uh, and my official title is The Lad from One Lab Music. That makes me sound like a bit of a gone bean, but you listen anyway. Uh, so let's carry on. So who am I, in case we haven't been introduced, as I said before. So my name is Barry Carroll. I'm a multi-instrumentalist, originally from Ireland. and based in Aberdeen in Scotland. I work with musicians all over the world to help create a sustainable and reliable Careers in music. I do this through private coaching groups and masterminds such as this one, uh, as well as one-to-one coaching. And I help other musicians achieve their goals and provide the often much-needed direction that us musicians naturally lack. I often think that we're just far too creative to function. There's not enough brain in our. And there's not enough space in our brain to be as creative as we are, and also organized at the same time. So that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here to help you with. So I host the, the Music Career Show, as I said, podca- podcast, which has a worldwide listenership and I also run one lab Music Services based here in Aberdeen and no matter what stage you're at in your music career I can help you build scale, kickstart or anything in between your music career and unlock your potential so there's five steps to adding tutoring um, as a revenue stream the benefits we're going to speak about the benefits. So, like, what is in it for you? So, how much money you can make, or how much money you can charge? How flexible can it be? What skills do you have? What skills are you going to need? That you what skills that you already have that are going to be transferable skills in this case, and you can apply them to this. And um, the misconceptions of um, becoming a, a music teacher you've no qualifications, it's going to be too difficult. I have to be able to read music. We're going to address all of those. How to get started. What and who are you going to teach? Where are you going to teach it? And are you going to just add this like as a, are you going to go all in and create a business? Or are you literally just going to take a handy and just do something really, really um, really simple and casual? Look at both things. Uh, then day one, what to actually do on day one of teaching. Simple as that. Uh, so we're going to look at teaching materials slash lesson plans, setting up your teaching space, setting up the admin and how to find your students. And then some best practices about patience, motivation and systems um, just to make everything flow and um, give your students and clients the best experience possible. And then there's a little bonus thing where I speak about uh, just coaching and masterminds and stuff like that. But let's plow on because there is plenty of content we don't want to be wasting any time. As Louis himself says, music is life itself. I think that's nice. It's got a little photo of a uh, Hammett there. Okay. So what is in it for you? The benefits. Moolah. How much can you earn? So the average cost of music lessons in the UK between 2021-22 was £36 per hour. So if you work that out, five weekly students, five weekly hour-long, five five hours uh, of teaching a week can earn you £180. That's approximately £780 uh, a month on average. That's not bad. That's really not bad for five hours walk. That's one evening's walk. That's one day's walk. It's a Saturday that you're earning that. It's all right. It's not too bad if you're supplementing that with something else, gigging or something else on the side. You're you're doing good. You're doing okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, how flexible can it be? Well, can this plug into your life is what you need to ask. So, how much time do you have to dedicate? It? Because then dedicate to teaching. Because then that'll tell you, um what sort of lessons you can do. Can you do group lessons? Can you do one-to-one? Can you do workshops? So workshops can be a little bit more ad hoc. So you could, for example, I saw a really good advertisement the other day for a girl that was teaching you how to, uh, uh, she was going to teach you a song to play and sing on the guitar uh, for your wedding. And that was a five or ten lesson, something along those lines. So that, that kind of a workshop. That's quite ad hoc. Group lessons and one-to-one lessons are kind of, people will expect that kind of weekly. So, You have to figure out, do you want to do, have you got the same time to dedicate every week and how much of that time do you have to dedicate? Then that'll kind of determine uh, whether it can plug into your life and how it can plug into your life. Transferable skills. So what skills do you already have? So as a musician, you're going to have some music skills. You can't teach a musical instrument unless you can play it yourself. Simple as that. Social skills. Us musicians, as introverted and as kind of shy as most of us are, we're usually quite friendly people. Do you know what I mean? Some of us can be quite bitter and 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 mean and miserable, but most of us are quite friendly people. So we've got really, really good social skills, and because we have to, we have to be up to date with like TikTok and slideshows and all this jazz. We're usually fairly computer literate, tech savvy, all that kind of crack. And those are all transferable skills that you can then relay it back. Uh, that, that are go- well, not even relay it back, but that are going to be um, useful and necessary to begin life as a music teacher, tutor, instructor, whatever you want to call it. What skills are you going to learn? No matter what stage you're at, regardless of whether you're just um, casual or you're whatever, you're going to need to be organized in in some level. So if you're a completely disorganized person, you will have to learn these things and they will just happen naturally. So don't worry, you will learn these. You're going to have to learn how to sell your services. There's no point in being a music teacher if you can't actually make money off of it. And same as marketing, you're going to have to know how to put your um, your service in front of the correct people, and then once those correct people see that service, you're going to have to learn how to sell to them. And um, and, and that uh, uh, this is not a list of homework to do. This is literally just things that you will pick up um, as you go as you go along. That doesn't mean you have to sit down and learn how to sell, learn how to market before you do any of this stuff. You will pick these up things up as you go along. And finally, networking skills. Um, maybe you're a musician that's already kind of Doing all right in the in the singer songwriter world, and you want to add tutoring just to keep yourself afloat, just that just that little bit little bit extra every month. Um, you you you'll be in a network of singer songwriters, but there's an, an entire network over here of musicians that are just teachers that don't ha- that aren't in that same network, but would have an awful lot of transferable skills. So it, it, that is, as far as I'm concerned, it's a skill and it's 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 well worthwhile. So. As Eddie Van Halen, our Lord and Saviour, would say, it's always about the music, never about anything else. Don't know who that is, but uh, yeah, <laughs> there we go. So what are the misconceptions or the barriers to entry? What is it that you're telling yourself that is makes teaching music not suitable for you? These are some of the ones that I thought before I got into it. I need qualifications. I myself have no qualifications. I have uh, a, a, an SVQ3 in social care for children and young people and i've got a hnd or i i i studied a hnd whether i got it in the end is another story uh, in sound engineering in 2010 11 and 12 uh so it's 10 years ago 11 years ago and it was out of date within like 6 months because the industry moves so fast so fast so i i i i, I basically marked myself as having no relevant qualifications it's completely self taught Key areas of concern is that I am self-taught and I don't know the right way to teach. And I have no experience working with kids. So let's address these. So the reality of that is you don't need to have been taught to teach. Anyone can teach as long as they can play the instrument they are teaching and you teach the way that you do things. You are not teaching guitar to become the next Eddie Van Halen. You are teaching guitar to someone who wants to play Wonderwall. Can you play Wonderball? Great. Can you sit down for an hour every week? Can you sit down for half an hour every week until that student has won the wall figured out? Great, you can teach. It's too difficult. Ah. So key areas of concern about teaching being too difficult. You don't know where to start. You only play casually and you're not very organized. All genuine areas of concern. Um, Absolutely genuine areas of concern. But the reality of that is that if you think about how you started, like, do you know what I mean? Um, think about how you started if you don't know where to start. Did you get a guitar for Christmas and learn off YouTube? Do you know what I mean? If, 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 if that's what you did, you're one step ahead of that student. Um, there is also plenty of easy and accessible materials available. and You can tailor your offer to fit your capabilities. And there is very little organization needed at a fundamental stage. There really, really is. You do not need to be that organized. Um, yeah. So you basically just offer to teach things the way that you do it. And you can only ever do it that way anyway, regardless. You could be the most highly qualified teacher in the world, and you are not going to teach the same as someone that is... It, no two people are going to teach you exactly the same. So you can only ever do things the way that you do it. And then misconception number three is that you have to read music. Here are some famous musicians who never learned to read music: Jimi Hendrix, The Beatles, Eddie Van Halen, Eric Clapton, Stevie Wonder. I always think when I do this um, this presentation that people are going to think that I'm I'm uh, making fun of Stevie Wonder or I'm I'm I'm, I'm you know I mean I'm joking because Stevie Wonder can't read music because he's blind. For anyone who didn't know that Stevie Wonder is blind, Stevie Wonder is blind, so he can't read music. But he can't read anything and i'm not having a go i'm i'm literally just pointing out the fact that he never learned he never learned to read music because of the fact that he was blind but it never held him back never ever ever held him back and why should it hold you back it shouldn't hold you back you do not have to be able to read music it helps i'm not going to lie it does help when you're teaching 100% because you've got some you've got an extra thing there to get your point across and you've also got an extra thing that you can teach as well but it's not necessary Absolutely not an, not essential at all. So, get that out of your head. But if you still think that you need to be able to read music, ask yourself these really simple questions. Can you count to four? One, two, three, four. Do you know your alphabet from A to G? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Did you know that every good boy deserves food and that F, A, C, E spells face? Or did you also know that green buses drive fast always? If that is the case, congratulations, you can read music. Music is literally, not, m- most music that you listen to, it's four, four times. So it's one two, three, four. one, two, three, four. Simple as that. Simple as that. As long as you can do that, you're golden. Uh, the um, letters from A to G. There are 12 notes in music, in popular Western music anyway, and in most music... It, it, I I defy anyone to tell me there's more than twelve notes in in music that we all hear. But anyway, 12 notes. And they go A, A sharp, B, C, C sharp, D, D sharp, E, F, F sharp, G, G sharp. Basically, every letter from A to G has a corresponding sharp apart from a B and an E. If you can remember that, you're good to go. Right? That's it. Every goodbye desires food, that or football, whatever it is, that's the names of the, you know, the the music note, the music lines. Uh, ledger, um, staff notation lines, ledger lines, all that kind of crack. That's what the names of the lines are in treble clef. F A C E is the spaces and green buses drive fast always is the lines in bass clef. And if you really wanted to keep going, all cows eat grass is the, um, the spaces. And they're called that because F A C E, face spells face, F is the first space that's an, that's an F note A is the next one blah 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 we'll not get too, too well, I've already gotten too far into it so but it is as, it is as simple as that as Prince said himself music is healing music holds things together and there is a lovely little purple drummer who is not Prince getting started so what do we need to do to get started let's have a look see so wh- we have to determine what and who we want to teach so he wants to teach her or she wants to teach him. They want to teach each other. Neither of them want to teach either of them. So we need to figure out first of all, what instruments do you play? Because that is going to that is going to determine what instruments you can teach. There's no point in you offering bassoon lessons if you're a ukulele player and you can't play bassoon. Simple as that. I know it sounds really simple, but sometimes people are like, oh, well, what am I going to teach? You're kind of like, well. Anywho. So, and then you're going to decide who. So think about who do you resonate with most in the world. Now there's loads of training out there to like discover your um your your ideal customer persona or your ideal customer avatar, whatever you want to call it. But you don't need to do you don't need to do that. You literally just need to think who is it that you're going to teach? So if you're going down the traditional route of teaching guitar lessons after school, mainly you're going to be teaching kids. Maybe some adults, but it's mainly going to be kids. So you have to think about the parents. Who are you going to resonate with? And most times you're just gonna resonate with whoever's gonna pay you to start things off. <laughs> it's, as, it's as simple as that. Um, and then think about how much effort do you want to put in. Do you want to do it casually? Do you want to make a business out of it? Where are you going to teach? Where are you going to do it? Simple that. Very, very simple question. Here's potential teaching locations. Your house, their house, a studio slash school, um, or online. That's fairly straightforward, but let's think outside the box. So there's a, a hand holding a um, a light bulb outside the box because he's thinking outside the box. That would be a great catchphrase, for um, young Stephen Mulhern. If Stephen is 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 listening, hi Steve. So let's think outside the box and let's think a little bit more creatively. If you have a if you're a singer songwriter and you have a Patreon. You can leverage your existing fan base with a Patreon, or any sort of, like a, a Patreon, buy me a buy-me-a-coffee, uh, uh, any sort of a, a, a gated community. Dare I say an OnlyFans. Do you know what I mean? OnlyFans is not just for that sort of thing. OnlyFans kind of also, uh, what I believe was started with the, the aim of it being another sort of Patreon-style platform. Um, But you can leverage your existing fans there. You can simply, you, you, literally, if you decided you were going to... um you were going to release a new album, you might decide that you're going to as an extra tier on your um Patreon, you're going to offer people a lesson every month and you're going to teach them a song from your album. If you have 12 al- 12 songs on your album, you have a year to write the next one before you run out of material. Do you know what I mean? But things like that. And it's so so simple to 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 add. And you could charge an extra five to ten pounds a month for people to join in on your um your guitar your 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 guitar lesson of your song if you've got a hundred um patrons on your Patreon and you are going to commit to doing a half hour um live lesson on your Patreon every month for an extra ten or a month and ten people join that's a hundred pounds a month for you just doing a half an hour guitar lesson. It's two hundred pounds an hour. Do you know what I mean? If you think outside the box just like that. Social media groups we are currently in a social media group where I am teaching uh, the Music Career Mastermind. Um, you can teach in there. If I, 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 like, I could, in theory, you could, in theory, host paid events where people come and um, listen to talks from people in the industry or that you're going to, in your gated industry, uh, your you could have a gated um, Facebook group that's part of your teaching and where you do extra things, where people just come and join in, whatever. Um, you can uh, again live streams, events of al- and events of album playthroughs and things like that. You can leverage all that with promoting with uh, to your email list and all that. I'll not get too much into that. These are just ideas uh, for teaching outside the box, just for anyone thinking that they're that they might be a little bit restricted with just teaching in their in their own home or teaching in a student's home or online or in a studio or something like that. And then we're going to, speak, well, I don't want to have a look at, like, are you going to go down the ad hoc route or the strategized route? So if anyone has ever seen uh, this thing here, uh, this is called the um, Business Model Canvas. And if you uh, join Business Gateway, which I would advise every single person starting a business, self-employed, solo, or sorry, a uh, sole trader, join Business Gateway. It's in Scotland. Uh, I believe in the rest of the UK, it's called Elevator. Or in Ireland, there is one called Minding Creative Minds, which I am a mentor for, and I'm very proud of that. Um, Yeah. Have have a Google of them. All sorts of free funded resources for creatives and business people. So that's what the business model canvas is. Let's have a look at ad hoc. So the pros of ad hoc is that there is very little commitment or time investment. You can literally teach what you want, when you want. doesn't have to be any fixed schedule, little to no admin big style flexibility. You could literally just decide uh, that, oh, there's a young fellow upstairs in in my apartment building and they want to learn how to play guitar. I don't know when I'm going to be available, but I'll, I'll keep an open line of communication with the, that sounds very, very formal, but I'll keep the parents in the loop when I'm available and say, right, I'm, I'm available tomorrow for an hour is John, John around. Yeah, no bother. £20 cash in hand. Job done. Job done. It's you're earning money, they're getting a service. Simple. Simple as that. And then you might the word might spread that, look, Barry teaches out of his, his apartment a couple of times a week when he can, when he can do it, it's, he's really good or whatever, and there you go, there's your little side hustle, sorted. Uh, the cons to that is that there's no security, it's very hard to rely on the income because you're not being very reliable in, in, in terms of the service, and it's hard to build and maintain uh, a reputation because it is so ad hoc. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's just the cons to um, uh, an ad hoc um, slash casual uh, way of adding touring. But then if you go down the strategized or business route, like what I did and set up myself as a music school, well, a solo um, music teacher and now music school operator, owner, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it sounds very high and mighty and lofty when I say it that way, but I don't really know how else to say it in a way that isn't lofty and well to do and laddie that, but there we go. So these are the pros of that, is that eventually you will build up a reliable and secure income stream. And that does not take long. In in the grand scheme of things, it does not take long. You will learn new transferable skills that you don't necessarily need to sit. Well, I put it this way. I never sat down and studied for my job. I just got on with it and learned on the fly. Things like that are easier to market because it's familiar. People know exactly what to expect. Guitar lessons, in your area if i said that to anyone they would probably expect oh yeah you go around to someone's house for an hour every week and 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 and, and that's it do you know what i mean it's people know what to expect so it's easier to market that rather than oh sure i'll be here this week and i can do you know what i mean um there's plenty of different business models to take inspiration from so group lessons one-to-one lessons uh that 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 type of thing, courses, workshops, whatever. And there's lots of options for streamlining and scaling, and I should have in there automating. Automation is your best friend when it comes uh, to um, the strategized business plan, but we'll get to that in a minute. And the cons is that it's a lot to consider upon initial setup. There's so many things that you need to think of. Uh, are you going, What like, what sort of a model are you going to follow? Where are you going to teach? How are you going to set it up? All that kind of jazz. There's loads of things to um to think about well not loads of things but there's far more than just the casual thing um it you will require uh you will be required to be somewhat organized um more, definitely more so than casual you will have to keep a tally of like your students and all that and your finances and all that jazz you will have to register with HMRC as a sole trader sooner rather than later um um and it may require a small financial investment initially if you want to uh, include our friend Mr. Automation, like I was talking about there a second ago, but we'll get to that in a second. As Bruce Springsteen says over a picture of Rob Trujillo from Metallica, the best music is essentially there to provide you with something to face the world with. Bruce. So day one, first day of school, what are you going to do? I'm really sorry if you can hear that. That is my sister deciding to phone me in the middle of a live stream. So, day one, first day of school. So, teaching materials and lesson plans. What to look for. So, you're going to have to have some sort of a plan in place as to what you're going to to teach, how you're going to teach it. Ready-made syllabi are your friend. They are your best friend. Some of the best... uh, It basically takes out all the planning for you. You simply just follow that. Um, So rsl hal leonard trinity get some stuff from youtube or online i'm so sorry people are watching i'm watching me scratching my nose so so much it is i've got an itchy nose and it's driving me demented so uh, apologies (laughs) um anyone listening to this back on the podcast uh you didn't need to hear that but anyway there we go yes where was i ready-made syllabi for the win it has lesson plans baked in. Things like that are familiar um, to clients, and to provide a start and end point so that it's easy to track progression. If you have a, a a book that is a beginner's book, once you get to the end of that, kids know that they're kind of kid, kids. can clearly see that they are progressing. Oh, I'm halfway through the book. Oh, where's Johnny? Is he is he as far in the book as me? Oh, oh, um, Mary's really far in the book. I may get the finger out. Do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. Um, yeah, and it, it it's. It's less work for you. It, it really is less work for you. You can do lesson plans if you really, really want. Like if you're doing something that is really far out there, um, you might need to do your own lesson plans. But try and find the stuff yourself first or try and find already made stuff. Which, I mean, don't reinvent the wheel. What should you have access to in your teaching space? So teaching space is obviously going to look a little bit different depending on whether you're having them at your house, in their house at a studio or a venue or a school or if you're online but things that you should have access to are the teaching materials for starters so if students are coming to you make sure that they have their own book to take with them that kind of a thing Uh, if you're going to them or if you're online or whatever make sure that you have access to it as well as them um Sim- thing, simple as that like simple as that backing music and something to play it on playing along to a backing track is in my opinion the, the quickest way to um, to get good at playing music um, to get yeah, the quickest way to get good at playing music um, in a very holistic sort of way um, it teaches you loads of different skills not just playing um, the music so so uh, not just playing the instrument. So make, making sure that you have uh, access to that backing music. And most of these um, syllabus that you buy online, they will have backing tracks and stuff like that. So make sure you have access to the backing music and something to play on. A CD player, if it's a CD, uh, or a Bluetooth speaker, or even your phone, if it's loud enough, or an iPad, or something along those lines. Um, you'll also need your instrument and any amplification. So they're like... I, I, I once heard a story of a ukulele teacher showing up to a ukulele lesson without their ukulele. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I'm, I, I was speechless then and I'm still speechless, but you really wouldn't think that had to be explained, but it does. Um, a music stand. music stand for kids to have their, or for students to have their, their music in front of. There's nothing worse than having to get their brother to hold the book and the brother standing there for a half an hour and you're just like, come on, it's a tenor on Amazon. If you're investing in music lessons or if you're in, if you're investing in yourself as a music teacher, make sure there's a music stand. Equipment for the students. So if you have them coming to you, have an amplifier ready for them so that they don't need to lug their massive big amp uh, around the place. Make sure that you have some spare drumsticks. Make sure that there is um, rosin for the violin bows. Things along those lines. Just be prepared. And chairs. Simple as that. Chairs. Let's make sure they're sitting down and comfortable. What admin is required? So this is a big one. This is a really, really big one that us musicians, like I said at the start, we're often just too creative to function. Um, we, one of the big things that hold us back is that we don't know what sort of admin is required until all of a sudden we're knee deep in the lack of admin and we don't know what to do. So I'm just going to take a quick sup Sorry to anyone on the podcast listening to me slopping away on water. But anyway, um, some of you are into that. It's all good. So, what admin is required? Some form of scheduling slash attendance taking. Scheduling lessons on a calendar uh, so you know who's coming uh, and when. and uh, So they know when they're coming and where they're going and stuff like that. And then keeping a record of uh, how... Often they've been, if they've paid for lessons in advance, if they're paying on the go or whatever, just keep a record of that. Homework or a running re- record of where students are in terms of um, their progression. Parents love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, 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 uh, even pencil, pen and paper. Easy peasy. Uh, the correct insurances. PLI is public liability insurance. Uh, PE is professional it should be P.I. actually, professional indemnity, um, things along those lines. Join the Musicians' Union or the ISM I found the other day, uh, the Independent Society of Musicians. The Independent Society of Musicians is actually much cheaper and there are much more offers. I think it's the same same idea, but um, ISM seems to be a little bit more on the ball, but Musicians' Union is fantastic as well. You should have terms and conditions to uh, deter people from not paying on time or not paying paying in general, um, a get-out clause, things like that. There is nothing worse than chasing invoices. Absolutely nothing. Because you feel awkward, uh, and sometimes you just get nasty, 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 horrible people that um, just don't want to pay for the service or just don't value or respect the service that you are, are, are doing. It's one thing that I get really passionate about in that, just because a lot of people play music as a hobby doesn't mean that our career is not as valuable as and 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 doesn't deserve the same respect as like a plumber or a mechanic or a solicitor or a teacher, an actual school teacher, you know what I mean? Or any, or a priest or a God knows what else. Take any profession. We are just as as uh, worthwhile and valuable and deserving of respect as any of the rest of those, having terms and conditions will really drive that home uh, to the client and hopefully they will respect you uh, enough to adhere to those terms and conditions. And then also you'll need to have some form of payment method for the client to pay you. So whether that's cash in hand, whether that's bank transfer, whether it's whatever. So let's have a look at how we actually do all this. So scheduling and attendance. Use Google, Google Calendar, and then use a notes app. Simple. Or pen and paper, right? Simple as that. For homework or a running record, a notes app, again, you can have just a a simple note for John. He's uh, on page thingy, and for next week, he has to have that done. Simple as that, and then you update that next week. Or you just write on pen and paper. The correct insurances um, and terms and conditions, they can all be found on the Musicians' Union or the Independent Society of Musicians. As I said, they've got loads of templates, templates that I still use to this day, even though I'm not a member of the Musicians' Union anymore because I am not eligible because I run a business rather than just being a sole trader, but it breaks my heart on a daily basis. I miss you guys. And (laughs) payment method can be bank transfer, PayPal, cash, check, um, favors, whatever you want to do it. Do you know what I mean? simple as that. Or if you want to automate it, my music staff, every single music teacher in the world should use this. I don't care. I'll fight anyone on this. Until I find something better, I will fight anybody on this. This is better than everything. It does everything automatically and just runs your business for you. You're good at playing guitar and teaching guitar. You're good at playing piano and teaching violin. You do not necessarily have to be good at admin. And why would you be good at admin? You didn't spend hours of your life and weeks of your life and so much time of your life perfecting your musicianship to then go and do admin. Just don't do it. Use my music staff. I'm happy enough to give any sort of training on that. Reach out to me. Now, you figured all that out. Let's find some students. So where are you likely to find students? So, there, this is really just very, very straightforward as far as I, what well, in, in my opinion, is quite straightforward, but maybe it isn't and I will just assume that's not straightforward. Facebook business page. Create a Facebook business page. Simple as that. Join Facebook groups, your local buy and selling community groups. That's where people are looking for these things. Newspapers. Get a, an article about you in the newspaper saying that, oh, Barry's just started a new music business and he's looking for students. Put your, uh, not your credit card, what in the hell, your business card, maybe put your credit card if you want really, but um, not to get students, uh, your business card into local music shops. Join local WhatsApp groups if you can, or you don't necessarily need to join them, but if you know someone that is part of a local parent's WhatsApp group, every single class in every single school will have them. And there will be one kind of alpha mother out there that will have access to every single last one of them. Get find her be friends with her you'll be fine and in local schools so what to say when you're looking for students be clear and concise in your message guitar lessons available uh, 6 to 7 year olds do you know what I mean That's, there's no you cannot mix that up you read that and it says guitar lessons available for 6 to 7 year olds you're not going to go and think that it's um, karate for old age pensioners. Do not feature bash. Nobody cares that you have got uh the best degree in the world or you're um you've got a, a PhD in how to teach guitar. Nobody cares. All people care about is if uh, is 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 are you sound? Are you going to teach them how to play guitar? Yes and yes. Grand, that's it. So what, where, when, who, and the cost. Simple as that. Include a call to action. A call to action is anything like Click here to sign up. Email us to sign up. Um, th- thing, things like that. And use an eye-catching graphic. People are scrolling. It takes, I, I don't know what the actual numbers are. I may look it up, but like, think about how, think about if you're scrolling through TikTok. How long do you think you des- you take to decide whether you're going to stick around and watch that five second video? It's that. So you need something that's going to catch um, people's eyes. Here is an ad that we use to um, fill a class. New class on Thursdays. The class is on Thursdays. Lovely. It's a new guitar class starting this Thursday at half four. I don't think there's any mistake in that unless you saw that six months later in in fairness but hey-ho. Secondary school age students 12 to 16. Fair enough. It's at the Cults Parish Church North Hall. That's where it is. £15 per session. Message us or register below. I think that's fairly straightforward. There's no, I think everybody has all the information there that they need. It's got an image of of a young Matthew there and it says learn guitar in Colts. I I think that speaks for itself. I hope it does. And this is my daughter Erin when she was uh, a couple months uh, younger. She's nearly one now, which is breaking my heart. And she's got little um, pigtails in all the time and it's adorable. But um, this one uh, was for a different, uh, uh, the, the original um, cults class that we've done. Anyone local will, will will know what I mean. Um, so guitar lessons for kids. Whereabouts is it? Cults? What time is it? When is it? What day of the week is it? How much? And suitable for then. Register there or send us an email simple as that and the eye catching uh, graphic was Aaron because babies are cute and this is what that looked like uh, when you were scrolling so obviously you'll see the 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 um guitar lessons for kids would would have been uh all you saw and then underneath that it would have been like read more or see more something like that and then you'll see the little photo of um Aaron, and that is usually enough to make someone stop even for just long enough that they they understand uh, what the message is if they scroll on then that's fine they're not your customer but it's enough to stop people Billy Joel musicians want to be the loud voice for so many quiet hearts and James Hetfield is that loud voice (laughs) I've no idea why I chose so many ads from Metallica when I was doing this when I haven't mentioned Metallica once but you listen And uh, that is basically it. So let's talk about some um, best practices and what you should uh, do just to make sure that your, your service is as good as it possibly can. So remember to be patient. Students may only want to learn for themselves or their parents. So be clear on your expectations. What I mean by that is that some students might just want to be able to play guitar so they can sit in the room and play Wanderwall and that's grand. Or some students like kids have no interest in playing music and they're only there because their parents have sent them. So don't go too hard on them. Just do you know what I mean. Be clear on on what their expectations are and what your expectations are of them. Take nothing for granted. What is obvious to you may not be obvious for the student. I once had a child try to play guitar up here, like this. So I said, put your finger there. And he was like, okay. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, so anyone listening on the podcast, basically trying to play guitar completely utterly upside down, um, take nothing for granted. Absolutely nothing for granted. Make sure you encourage the wins and support the losses. A win could be something as simple as putting your guitar into your gig bag correctly at the end of the lesson. That is so trivial, but sometimes you just have to find the best in something. Sometimes you just do and support the losses. Don't make them feel bad because they can't get it. Encourage them to get it the next time. Motivation. How do you keep your students motivated? So your student is a person with likes, dislikes, and an entire entire personality and life outside of lessons. That is so important to, to know. Get to know your students. Literally get, really get to know, ask them about their life. Um, how how was school today? How was, um, oh, did you go out at the weekend? Whatever, whatever you find common ground on, get to know them. Um, you can motivate them then like that. I've got one uh, little kid, he's a legend and uh, he comes in here and sometimes he, he gets frustrated but he loves tuna sandwiches. <laughs> it's like, it's his favorite thing in the world to talk about. At least with me anyway, it is. And if he gets frustrated, I'd be like, how many tuna sandwiches did you have for your lunch today? He's like, 19. And I was like, amazing. Were they in triangles or squares? And he's like, they were in circles. Savage. And then that just brings him back down to art and he's ready to go again. And it motivates him. So just don't forget that your student is a person. They're not, they're not a student. They're only a student for the half an hour that they're here with you every week. They're a person for the other rest of the time. Um set achievable goals. There's no point in setting a grade eight piece for a student that is literally only playing two weeks. That's That might seem obvious, but also be mindful going back to what I'm saying about patients that their expectations, they might only be there because they're being forced to be there. So just make sure you set achievable goals. And games are easy to find and implement. I often include brain breaks with uh, some of my students that are maybe that little bit younger. Um... Because it's hard for them to sit and concentrate on something that, even if, especially if they don't want to be there, a brain break can be something as simple as playing a music theory game. Um, boom cards are a really good one. You can find boom cards um, online if you Google it. Um, and there's games that will help them learn music theory, and they really, really work. And they just kids don't even realise that they're learning. Um, it's a bit sneaky, I suppose, but <laughs> but you'll listen, it works. And then some systems. What systems should you have in place? So we're back to being organized so having a lesson layout like i'm talking about um so if you had a 45 minute lesson for example 15 minutes of practice a 10 minute brain break slash game and then 20 minutes back to practice and learning that is i think more than adequate it's absolutely fine um it just it just means that you're not focusing on on if if, the, if someone's getting stuck at something if someone gets stuck five minutes into a 45 minute lesson then they're going to have a miserable 40 minutes so by by having some sort of a lesson layout for that sort of um uh situation it can really help make sure that the student has their own materials so that they can practice at home uh, or practice when you're not there whatever um, and you can also make let make little notes on the the book as you go along and taking lesson notes um it's i feel it's important um it, it lets the student know what your expectations are of them in case you forget. And it'll keep you right as well. If you get up to 40, 50 students a week, you can't keep on top of where where all of them are. They all could be on completely different... They, every single one of them could be on different levels. It's unlikely, but it could very well be. They could be at different stages. And you're, it's going to be impossible for you to keep up with all of that. That being said, that is my five steps. Let's have a talk really quick about... Uh, Um, what I mentioned at the start about a bonus so um, getting a coach for the longest time I felt like a musician trapped in a lay person's body and my aim now is to help musicians and other musical entrepreneurs and creatives monetize their skill set in order to unlock their full potential and create build or kickstart a sustainable and profitable career with music I do that by working one to one with people who want to add teaching as a revenue stream that is literally my business. If that sounds like you, if you are a musician and you feel trapped in a nine to five lifestyle like I did for years, for years I worked in jobs that I just wasn't very good at, didn't want to do, had no interest in being there, only wanted to play music, but couldn't really get my head around how to make music my full time. I've been there. I've done it. I've been in trouble in jobs. I've nearly lost jobs. I've, I've done everything and I've managed to turn it around. I am here to help you reach out, reach out, download my free um, music career roadmap in the description of this video Uh, or www.onelabmusic.com forward slash roadmap. You'll find that there. Or you can reach out to me barry at onelabmusic.com uh, via the email. Masterminds. This is a mastermind. You are currently in the music career mastermind on Facebook. So joining a mastermind group is a great way to boost your network. Remember we were talking about network earlier on with the right type of people. So there's no point in you building up your network for um, singer-songwriters if you want to teach people how to play metal guitar. See where I'm going? Um, You can start a mastermind by setting up a group chat of like-minded musicians or joining a group singing course. Wherever people like you are hanging out, that's where you want to be. No man is an island. No person is an island, no woman is an island, no anything is an island except an island. And you'll be amazed at the level of influence a group of your professional peers can be. And I cannot stress that enough. So that's it. That is my little presentation. Um, I hope you found this presentation useful and that you're able to implement the lessons that I've tried to teach. Nothing here is rocket science or unachievable. It just requires a little bit of get up and go is all it is. Anybody can do this. It's the most cliched thing in the world to say, but I promise it is so true in this case that if I can do this, anybody can. Literally anybody can. And I can help you do that. Um, As I said, I would love to be part of your team and help you kickstart your music career. So I'm inviting you to join me in my private community, my private coaching community, where I dive into the details of this presentation through one-to-one training, training videos, uh, courses, live calls, and support from Myself, And as I said, you can download my Music Career Roadmap in the in the description of this video or head to onelabmusic.com forward slash roadmap or onelabmusic.com in general just to have an owl look around. And there we are back to the very, very start. So if there are no questions or anything to add from the people watching live, then I'm going to have a very, very quick sup just to give people an op- uh, a chance to join in. I think we'll sign off there, lads. Thank you very, very much for listening to me. I will see you in May. Um, Follow me on YouTube and TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. It's all One Lab Music. You'll find it. There's not too many of us. Uh, As far as I know, I'm the only One Lab Music in the world. And uh, (laughs) who would want another another one of me? Uh, Listen, best of luck. I'm hoping to hear from you very, very soon. And um, I'll see you in the next one.